People ask me on occasion, they say, where are you from? I say, I'm from the promised land. And they say, you from Israel? I said, no, I'm from South Louisiana. And then they say, how can that be the promised land? I said, well, the Bible says, in the last days, God's return on earth for his saints. The saints are in New Orleans, so it must be the promised land. <laughs> so, I mean, they're good? Okay. I, uh, <clears throat> I want to share something with you. If I can find it. First, I'd like to read my scripture I have for you today. It comes from Matthew in the 13th chapter, and it says, Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see these things which you see, and have not seen them. These things which you hear and have not heard them. Now, folks, listen. God has for you and I things to do, right? How many disciples were there? How many gates to the New Jerusalem? Twelve. Okay. How many tribes of Israel? And it goes on. And the reason why is each tribe is equal with the others. They're just different. God would not have done that. All the disciples had the same title. But they were different. Is anybody brave here? Can I be brave for you? All right. Now, I got to get new batteries for these glasses. They just don't work like they used to. (laughs) All right. Christ preached to the multitude who had come to him with different motives. Christ didn't have different motives. Those who came had the different motives. Some came out of sheer curiosity. They'd heard about him. Others came for the loaves and the fishes because they knew he just snapped his fingers, so to speak, and there it was. And some came to hear the words of life to feed their hunger and their soul. Folks, When there's hurricanes, I mean, when the tornadoes touch down, I got a call right away. And he, and he told me, he said, you got the blankets and the food and stuff? I said, I, I, yeah, I got it all in my truck. 
he said, well, go east on highway. And he told me, when you get out there past 155, keep going for another mile or two west. And he says, that's where one of them hit. And I went out there instantly, and I found seven homes destroyed. And first thing bothered me was, I wonder if some were killed. A lady came running over to me, and she said, I see that sign on your door says disaster relief. I said, I've got blankets and I got all kind of stuff. I, I got food. And she said, oh, we could use it. And then another lady came walking up to me at the time and I thought, when the second lady came up, I said, uh, do you live in this area? She said, yes, I do. I know these people. I'm related to some of them. I said, then I said, well, who are you? She said, well, I, I live in another place. I came over here to help. So I told the lady that walked up to me secondly, I said, I'm going to pull my truck up in here and I'm going to unload everything on a tarp and I want you to give it to the ones you know need it because you know who lives here and who's here for other reasons. She says, I can do that. And then she says, she, she surprised me. She said, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm not close to here. I was going to tease her a little bit. And she says, um, you live over by Jefferson? I said, yes, ma'am. I live in a little community called Berea. She said, I know about them people. It's an Adventist community. Founded in 1914. 7,000 acres. And guess what? Five men on the Jefferson Council paid the $4,000 down so that they could have it. And they, and the history is three of the men who gave the $4,000 were Jewish people. And they knew these people kept Sabbath. And they wanted some Christian Sabbath keepers in the area. Folks, God has given, you belong to one of the tribes, every one of us here. Nobody outranks each other. Some of you are older than others. And I'm older than most of you. <laughs> but here's the deal. Let's be thankful for how God blesses us and pass it on. How many sons did Noah have? and Miss Noah that we know about. Each one of them had a wife, the Bible says. But you know what else the Bible says? When the boat landed and they talked about what to do, one of the sons and his wife went east. Now the boat landed east of the Mediterranean in what's Afghanistan area today. Went east. One went northwest, one went southwest. The three groups of people on the face of the earth that are all equal with one another, the Africans, the Europeans, the Asians. There are no other groups. We're all a part of one group and we all got the same grandpa, Mr. Noah and Miss Noah. Folks, <clears throat> Folks, 
It is in this connection that's pronounced a blessing upon his disciples. He says, Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For, then it says, For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see these things which you see, and have not seen them, to hear these things which you have not heard of. I decided, I talked to my wife, I said, You know, we need to give our offering where it's best used. Not just now. I'm not taking part of saying what we decided. You ever hear of 3ABN? What does that stand for? Do you know that 3ABN is and other groups within our church are giving out radios to people in remote areas of the world. And they've, they've designed these radios so that they turn them on. And they, they don't have batteries. They've got the little screen on it for sunlight because everybody gets sunlight, but everybody don't have a battery store. Mm-hmm. And those people are hearing in their language the gospel truth. Never be ashamed that you are alive today and in the army of God. Folks, spiritual blindness is much worse than physical blindness. Now, as a little boy growing up, I, uh, first and second grade, I had trouble in school. I stayed in the first grade all one year and half of another year, and then they moved me over to second grade. I think because the teacher got tired of me. (laughs) And then I stayed in that the rest of that year and then the next year in second grade. And finally one day in church... We always sat. The rule was in the Adventist church in Louisiana, if a woman comes in with kids, she's got to sit in the last three pews on either side so she can change diapers, correct them, da-da-da. And that's the way it was. And one day she stood up and she started talking about me. And I wanted to hide. She said, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he has trouble in school. And I need for, will you all pray for him? Now, I'm colorblind, and I'm nearsighted. So when they say keep the yellow line on the left, I keep all the lines on the left. <laughs> you know what my daddy taught us about, about us boys? Now, look, there's seven of us boys, and all of us are colorblind. I'm the worst. When we started driving... And Daddy would teach us, and we were 11, 12 years old, because he had to haul our fish and stuff from different places. We were trappers and fishermen. We had to go way north to New Orleans, 72 miles. North. <laughs> my backyard's name, you know what my backyard's name is? The Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> and when we boys were driving, we'd come up to lights, and we'd see them on, and sometimes we'd just run through them, and Daddy said, hey, that light's red. 
I said, it is. They're all red. They're all the same color. Mama was got up in church and says, these boys need help. Especially this one. Huh? <laughs> Let me tell you what. The doctor in the church said, bring him to my office. I know where I, how I can help him. So he brought, she brought me over to his office. I'm nearsighted. And he, he fixed that so that we got glasses now. And I can not only see things close. Nearsighted people can see close, but they can't see nothing in the back. That's why they call them nearsighted. And so we, uh, he got me some glasses, and I'll never forget the day he walked me outside his office. He said, look down there. I said, he said, what you see? I said, well, I have to go down there before I can see it. He took them glasses and put them on my face. And went, what? Look at all them buildings and people. Huh? Where'd they come from? Look, we take a lot for granted. Folks, I'm going to read some text to you. It says, Fools and blind. F-O-O-L-S, not P-O-L-P-O-O-L. Fools and blind. For which is greater? The gift or the altar which sacrifices the gift. Jesus is what we worship, not the cross. Now, folks, 2 Corinthians 4 says, Whose minds the gods of this age have blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Folks, when I went out there, and I got there first with supplies for the tornado people in that one area, and now, after I gave them out, and I, I told you I gave everything to that second lady, she looked kind of familiar, but I, I thought, well, anyway. I gave her this food, and I said, here's my cell phone number. Call me if there's something, you know, if there's, if, I said, any of these women got little babies, they might need diapers. And it, I said, I got a few little cook stove things that are run by propane. I could bring it out here where y'all could get together two or three families and cook. And then I told them, I said, I'll bring you some Cajun bubble bath. And they said, what's that? I said, oh, that's just a saying we use. And a Cajun bubble bath is how we say beans. So you eat the beans, fill the tub, sit in it two hours later and make bubble bath. <laughs> Folks, listen. I was trying to bring a little humor to them. But you know, it's easy it's easier to bring stuff to the needy than it is to be needy. And we should remember Noah had three sons and they are all equal. We should never play the game and y'all know what I'm talking about. 
There ain't going to be no railroad track running through the New Jerusalem. Luke 24 says, And they said one to another, Did, you not, did your heart not burn in you when he talked to us on the road? And then when he opened the scriptures to us? You know, folks, Hebrews says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now look, no group will outrank another group in the kingdom. When you get to the gate and knock on the door, they're going to ask you where you're from. I said, I'm from South Louisiana. Don't be ashamed of who you are and where you're from. Remember, God loves you as much as anybody He's ever loved on this earth. It don't matter how tall you are and how fat your wallet is. What matters is that you care enough to greet people, to say hello, can I help you? Open the door for people. I remember my grandpa telling me the highest ranking titles on the face of the earth, there's two of them. I shared that with some of you earlier today. The highest ranking titles on the earth, there's two. Mama, Grandma. Everybody get behind them. <laughs> God called a woman to put his son on earth and no man had nothing to do with it. Now stop and think. He's not belittling nobody, but what he did do is put a lot of trust in a person that we should say thank you to. Again, the heaven, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he has found one great pearl, great price, went and sold it, that he sold all that he had so that he could buy it. Folks, listen. The great pearl is, is the Lord. You can't take nothing from this earth with you except yourself. We have a lot to be thankful for. Now, I only live 53 miles from here. And on my way up here, I just thought, you know, Lord, Sabbath is something that they'll have in the kingdom. And when we used to go to church as little bitty people, we don't say kids in South Louisiana because kids are what we call goats. We say little people, little folks. Take time to witness in a way to let others know God has people still walking the earth today. Opportunities of hearing the Word of God are unparalleled in the history of the Church of God. We have electronics that seems to be able to reach eyes and ears of untold millions on earth. When I was a tiny little boy before television came into the world, 
I was there. Some of you may remember that. But we used to turn the radio on. And it would go through certain, certain stations. And Mama always liked a station that had something to do with the Bible. And she'd turn it on when she was cooking and tell us, leave it alone. And that we could listen. You know, we have a lot going on in this world today. When you open your eyes in the morning, tell the Lord good morning. When you close your eyes at night right before that, tell Him good night and tell Him to be with you. Mama had a prayer that she prayed. Mama always prayed two prayers. Mama and Grandma. Grandma didn't speak no English, but she could whoop us in English. (laughs) My daddy's mama spoke no English. She was from that faraway country called South Louisiana. And they always had two prayers. And here's what it were. They'd always get together. And when I, we don't say grandma in South Louisiana. We say momo. I learned about grandma when I went way north to New Orleans. But momo. Now here's what they would do. One of them would pray for whatever's going on that day. Lord, help us with this. Somebody's sick, you know, da, 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 da. The, the prayer and say, Amen. Then the other lady would say, And Lord, you know, we want you to touch Belton's heart. That's my daddy's middle name. Touch Belton's heart in such a way that he will make a stand for you publicly. Now listen, ladies and men. I wasn't there all these years because I went into service and got married and got away, but I know the date Grandma, well, she died before this ended, but Mama kept going. Forty-one years, always had the second prayer, which said, Lord, help Belton to make a decision to make a public stand for you. I came home one day. I'd been off. I'd gotten this and that, and I was was at my first district. And I went over there to see Daddy and Mama. And I, somebody told me Daddy was pretty sick. One of my brothers called me. So I went inside. Uh, on my way over there, I went inside and, and I could, didn't know where he was. And so when I went outside, one of my cousins was out there. I said, where's Daddy? He said, oh, he's he back in the field. He'll be up here in a minute. He wants to talk with you. I said, huh? I said, okay, I'll wait. So he come up in a little while and we got on the porch and he was sitting there. I said, what did you want to talk with me about? He said, now listen carefully. I want you to go find Mama's preacher. I said, I don't even know who he is. He said, I didn't ask you about that. I said, I want you to go get him. I said, Daddy, I don't know where he lives. He said, boy, listen to me. Yes, sir. Go get him and tell him, come here. I need to talk with him. Yes, sir. So... This was early in the morning. By the time I found out who he was and where he was and got over and talked to him and got him to come back and see my daddy, it was almost dark 30. And he said, what's he, what's he want to talk about? I said, man, I don't know. He, 
he told me to get you over here. And so we, we went inside and he and then we sat down and Daddy said, told me, he said, by the time you found him, I said, I know. But here's what happened. Daddy said, you mama's preacher? He said, well, I'm Miss Dorothy's preacher. Yeah, well, that, that's mama. He said, now look, listen carefully, he tells the preacher. I want to be baptized Friday night, this coming Friday night. And the reason why I remember that is because it was Tuesday. He, he said, fill the tank. I'm, my boy will bring me over there. I said, yes, sir. And two, he said, I want to be baptized at sundown. Okay. And he looked at me. I said. So anyway, they talked for a long time. And the pastor finally left. And uh, I said, Daddy, why do you want to go Friday night? He said, boy, Mama, tell me. Sabbath starts when the sun sets. I want to be early in line. Mm. Oh. We brought him over there. He was baptized. Three months later, he was killed. He had heard this. Folks, what I'm trying to tell you is don't give up on anybody, no matter what you have heard them say or do. We can't give up. He don't give up on us, so we shouldn't give up on nobody else. We've got to keep on keeping on. Folks, Refusing to hear God's message for our day leaves the world without excuse. You have reason to be grateful and very happy that the Lord has made you willing to hear and accept present truth. Matthew, and I read this already, but I'm going to read it again. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he has found one pearl of great price, went and sold all he had so that he could buy it. I know this. Daddy knew the truth. And Mama never stopped tiring, tired, being tired of telling him in her way. Don't give up on a family member or a neighbor. Don't give up on a child that you think is doing something. Ugh. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You see these little pins that a lot of these young adults have here that I've given them? It's not that I think they need pins. I want them to remember where they got it. I want them to remember that the Lord loves them. And when I go buy these things at the dollar store, the women in there know I give them away. You know what they do? We save 50 of them for you of different kinds. Which ones do you want? I said, well, all of them. Brothers and sisters, God is good. And He loves you with a passion. And remember, when we get to the kingdom, we're going to all be of one family. And you know what? We will all have the same title. 
You know what the title will be when we get to the heaven? The redeemed. Any of us going to be worthy of it? But I know who's made us worthy. The redeemed. And to stop and think, when this ball of earth gets redone, because the Bible says God's going to remake it, and it gets redone, and all of y'all are there, when you go out in space forever, it never stops. And there's balls of dirt or something out there with people living on them. And you'll have a title that they will say, the redeemed are coming today. You will have a testimony different from everybody else, but all points and holds on to Jesus. Don't give up on your faith or a church member. If someone, I'm going to tell you what happened to me a couple days ago. Someone called me and said, "Um, John, is your wife okay? I said, oh, she's suffering with arthritis and one thing and another. I said, and the lady said, well, if we send her a get well card, that that won't offend her? No, I said, mail one. And they did. Somebody hadn't seen her for several weeks in church. And the Spirit spoke to their ears and heart. And they decided to check on her. Folks, I wish I had Grandma and and Mama back to say thank you for what they've done. As a little boy, I remember Grandma making blankets. I tell my married grandkids, I said, you know where blankets come from when I was a kid? They said, Walmart. I said, there was no Walmart when I was a kid. There was an Arkansas where it was invented, but there was no Walmart. You know why Arkansas got his name? Noah used to live there. It says, Noah looked out to Arkansas. <laughs> Dry land. Folks, And it says here, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. For the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Be ye doers of the word and hearers only, deceiving your, your not and deceiving yourself, not hearers only, folks. Remember, when you're out on the highway driving, watch the speedometer, because if it says 95 miles an hour, you need to sing that hymn, "Precious Memories." <laughs> Are we going to have a closing hymn or can I have the closing prayer? Well, look at that. How do y'all do that? Okay, let me close by saying this to you. I want you to see this. Now, look. I told you 100 miles an hour is precious memories. 65 miles an hour is nearer my God to thee. And 45 miles an hour is God will take care of you. 
And I like these. Let me, let me share this with you. May I share with you more? You know what the dentist, when you go to the dentist, you know what the helm is that the, all dentists use? They sing? Crown him with many crowns. You know what the contractor's helm is? The church's one foundation. You know what the golfer's helm is? There's a green hill far away. Here's the one all IRS him. I surrender all. <laughs> the electrician's him. Send the light. The realtor's him. I got a mansion. And of course, the doctor's him is a great physician. Great God, we thank you again for this special time called Sabbath. Be with us as we walk through the rest of this day and help us to have a song in our heart and a testimony on our lips. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.